0: hey hi how's your day going it's going pretty good i'm
1: enjoying a uh very early fall day in california Mm. uh having a nice break oh shoot fire i left my front door open give me one second oh my
0: god all right
1: the ADHD is kicking in. <laughs> Lovely. I literally... Oh, <laughs> uh, because it's, it's cool and it's kind of rainy today. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's so nice. I'm gonna sit outside and enjoy it. But because I'm so used to like a hundred and ten plus. Yeah. I was like, oh, I need a hoodie. And then I need socks. And because the little bees in my brain don't like it when I move uh oh. especially of doing something yeah. i will forget very simple task of when i walk through a doorway yeah like shutting my door <laughs> so yeah how that's my day How's wow. yours?
0: my day's good it's my day off this week which i really needed today i know it's only tuesday but i had a rough weekend <laughs> So today that was perfect. You did. That I did. <laughs> so I got some rest. I had some coffee. I had like a cute little snack. I'm having a little iced coffee moment now. And I put on hey. my self-tanner. We're letting her cook. Okay. And I edited our episode. So we can release that whenever, and then I was going to release, because Molly and I recorded. Woo, chills. Molly and I recorded, so I was going to edit that one as well. Can you hear any interference with my mic when it's moving? No. Oh, good. Okay. Anyways, that was my day, and then I'm going to maths later tonight. Oh, fun. That'd be really mm-hmm. That'll be exciting. really good. Very <clears> exciting. That'll
1: So, yeah, we, um, I still don't know our last thing that we said.
0: It's okay. It was just, like, intros. Oh, okay. Yeah, we went all the way back. Okay. Starting over.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. So, I'm actually very excited uh, about our topic today. And me, too. This is something that I have a huge respect for, and... Uh, I'm very intrigued to see the different like talk about our differences and similarities yeah, in totally. the same process. And when I present this to you it's I, because I like been listening to a lot of podcasts and mm-hmm. the whole idea is like deconstructing deconstruction. and it's this aspect not just like with Christianity though, though that's both of our experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but deconstructing like beliefs that you've had your entire life. Yeah. Um and so whether you grew up atheist, agnostic, Hindu, um and a Muslim.
0: Yeah, like deconstruction can be for any religion or lack of yeah. religion if you're agnostic, yeah. atheist, anything like that. Universalist. Yeah. Well, not universalist, but
1: I mean, that would work too, but mm-hmm. <laughs> Um yeah, so we both have very different outcomes to our deconstruction process. Yeah,
0: yeah we do. Very much.
1: Mine mine brought me uh, I would say to a much uh, – how do I say this? Um, it brought me deeper, I would say, into, like, church culture. Yeah. Um, not necessarily church culture, but, like, into Christianity. I could become a minister um, or, like, as some people say, like a member of, like, the clergy, so to speak. Yep. Um, and you had the opposite reaction.
0: Yeah, I definitely had the opposite reaction. It kind of led me into more of, like, a – Like, almost, I guess, universalism. I'm not really sure, because it's still, like, happening. It's still a thing. Like, I very much, like, still pray to God, like, the Christian God. I still, Mm -hmm. like, read the Bible. But, like, I'll do weird things like say a prayer and pull a tarot card, you know? Or keep crystals in my bra all the time and very much into, (laughs) like, natural things like that. Like, very much into, like, very holistic, natural Kind you know, like a witchy, VH. earthy, crunchy things, and that's kind of where I've landed on the spectrum here.
1: <laughs> Fantastic, <laughs> and so and I love it. Like, um, so I just kind of first want to jump on, and I think it'd be really cool if we both shared like a key moments in mm. that process. Okay, like I would say for you, what um, what was one of the biggest changing points or like pivot points? We were like oh, I used to believe this and I no longer do? And like, what was the biggest one in your process?
0: Um, Okay, so there, I can think of a couple moments, I guess. Um, God, that's a really tough question. So I think the first one that kind of immediately came to mind when you were saying this is like, um, like for instance I believe people can be born gay um, I know you do mm-hmm. not but I, mm-hmm. I really do believe that and so the reason I started believing that is I worked at daycare, I've nannied for kids I've taken care of kids and there was this one kid who was like four years old and he was like talking like a flamboyant um, homosexual man would and like very much into like quote the things a homosexual person, man would be into you know Mm -hmm. And just, like, seeing it and then hearing him talk, like, it's just, like, for me, that was, like, wow, I've never seen this before, and, like, now I'm seeing it, and, like, I totally believe that, and that kind of goes against, like, I feel like a big artery of the church, (laughs) and you know so that was one of the moments to me where I was like wow like so I really believe this and because we're the bible says we're born with a sin nature anyways like if I'm really backtracking on why I believe that then like why couldn't people be born gay and I believe I don't think there's anything wrong with being gay I support people being you know lgbtqia plus community I donate we're supportive here we vote for the right bills um but that was one of the big moments for me where I was like oh wow that and then being so so burned by leaders in the church and um really never being given a straight answer to questions that I asked straight up that was another thing where I was like yeah "Yeah, I'm not into this like I'm here seeking truth and you can't give me an answer yeah Mm Hmm.
1: I think that that's actually really good and um there's so many things we could go in so many different conversations at this with that i know i know uh, and so i'm trying to keep i'm trying to keep my bees in a line in my brain i know your adhd uh, bees i know <laughs> that live in your brain <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so um yeah i and they all just left
0: they, they left so I'll just chime back in again, then. I'll just talk for a second <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I think one of the things that really disheartened me and started leading me away from organized religion. Yeah was like I've always been a very like spiritual person. I've always been very intuitive. We grew up learning to listen to our guts and really hone in on like spiritual things. So I'm a very spiritual person. Mm-hmm. Very intuitive. And um and I love that. And that's something I've always enjoyed. And I love feeling that connection to something bigger than you, like God. You know, and I'm using these broad terms because Most of the people who are listening to this on my side are agnostic or um, Satanist or uh, atheist or anything like that. And um, so I'm trying to use these, like, broader terms so that they can understand. And also that's just how I talk. But I think one of the things that was really frustrating to me was when I was in college. I was with Dean Roxy and Dean Kara. Do you remember that whole thing going down? Yeah, yeah. Listen, that, I'm so like, frustrated for you. I was so mad. So there are these two girls who, um, and I'm not going to give any names. I'm not going to give very many details. I'm going to keep it pretty broad because it is nobody else's business. But just so people can understand the situation. I would say that they probably had crushes on each other. I mean, that's obvious. I think that they're both either bi or pan or whatever. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that at all you know live Mm -hmm. your truth be who you are that's okay we support that but the deans found out about it and we went to a christian school it was a school of ministry and they wanted the girls to stand up in front of all of the ras and tell everyone what they had done in detail and i was like man how's that supposed to help anybody heal you are that's embedding shame And Mm -hmm. so I had a problem with that. So as a 19 year old, I went to my two deans over the women's department and I said, hey, uh, how is this supposed to help people? I'm just curious. And I and I really did go like genuinely curious and genuinely wanting answers because these two girls are my friends. And so I was like, what's the deal? Like, why? How is this supposed to help? Because I can't see it. And they sat there and cried and cried and cried and couldn't give me an answer. And I walked out more frustrated and angry than when I went in. And I think that right there was a big moment for me when I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be a part of a system or a group that de- alienates and shames people. Like, I know that I've been studying this man in the Bible for the last two, three years. And the way that I'm reading about him and then going back into the Greek and Hebrew and, re- and understanding, like, this is not the person that you're displaying. This is not at all yeah. what I'm reading about. So that's, that was definitely peak experience when I was like, okay, you know what, I'm done with organized religion. Like I'll be spiritual, I'll pray, I'll do all that stuff. But like, I don't, I don't, I'm, I can't be bothered with, to go to church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Does that, yeah. So that's kind of, yeah.
1: That makes total sense. And I think a lot of people, when they begin to deconstruct their faith, um, like they they hit that spot, yeah. Because I remember even when I started doing it though, like that's weirdly how I came into the faith was yeah. through deconstructing, like yeah, some people do is. after they're Christians. I did before I was a Christian. Hmm. Um. But even then, it was like a, I had this thing where I was like, I love Jesus. I don't like Christians. Yeah. So it's very much like with what Gandhi said, where it's like I love, I love, I love your Jesus. I don't like the ones who follow him like i don't yeah. like your christians
0: yeah um
1: and like i would still say there's a part of me that's not the biggest fan of the church yeah um but there's this quote and i t- i think i even tried this to you before like from probably Augustine, we talk about this all the favorite, time we do um and it's like though the church may be a whore she's my mother mm. and so it's like yeah she's really messy and yeah there's a lot wrong with her and for me it was like I could either stay and point fingers and say hey you're really messed up or I could jump on board and and patch holes because yeah. overall she's really good she's just messy yeah um, and it doesn't make anything that she's done right or wrong or like the wrongs doesn't lessen it because she needs to answer for her wrongdoings. Mm, mm-hmm. And but it's like I can, and that was that was a turning point for me where I was like I can stay angry, or I can jump in and begin and begin to work and like. <laughs> fix on things that I want to see
0: change yeah. in the church and I literally and I love that you have the strength and capacity to do that mm-hmm. because I really do feel like and I think I've, I've definitely told you this before but not many times because you know we got to keep each other humble <laughs> <laughs> um but the way that you do Christianity I think you do it so well hmm. I do and it's one of the few ways that I'm not like completely triggered and turned off by it because I look and I'm like no that's what love looks like that's what you know that's what love does and, and I'm serious I do because you, make you, you, cry. you know okay I'm just kidding it's all a lie you're so full of it no I'm just <laughs> kidding I'm just kidding no and I do mean that but I also feel like you were almost made to go in and to really kind of change that atmosphere in the way that it needs to be I really do you're making me cry
1: on the podcast wow wow (laughs) no like that's honestly the biggest compliment i could ever get with my life oh is it it really is because it's like for me i i want to see these changes like happen in the church and like rights that i've been like taken away i i don't like like then we have this conversation that branches into so many subtopics. yeah it does it does The way that I approach it is like I have a very high value for personal choice, Mm -hmm. and it's like I don't have to agree with you to respect your choice, to love you, to to be there for you, to support you. Like I'm, there's so many things that we have conversations. Like, hey, I don't agree with you, and this is why. But you're my sister, and like that's the most important thing. And so I love you. I'm here for you. I support you. And like, if you don't ask my blatant opinion, I'm not gonna give it. Yeah. Like, and it's this deep conviction uh, or like, yeah, I, w- I would say conviction that yeah. I have, meaning like it's a, a strong belief of mine, mm-hmm. where it's like the Bible's so clear, that like the most important thing is to love, to yeah. love your neighbors, to yeah. love those around you. And like, there's nothing in us, and this is one thing if I could shake into modern Christians, I would. Yeah. It's like there's no power in us as humans to convict another human. There's say nothing it. I say can it. say or do. And if yeah. I'm trying to convict you, I'm controlling you. Yes. And I'm manipulating you. Yeah. And it's like the only thing I can do is because like the Bible says the loving kindness of the loving kindness of Christ that draws us to repentance. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can do is be the loving kindness of Christ. Yeah. In Christ Guess who he hung out with? Yeah, he, re- he did. He rebuked the Pharisees. Who were like yeah. the modern, who would be like the yeah. modern-day very religious people. Yeah. Um, and you know, and it's just like, hey, I love you, and I don't have to agree with you. Like Jesus didn't agree with half the people he hung out with, mm-hmm. but he still loved them and he chose yeah. them. And he, when asked specific questions, he answered them, and not he didn't. And yeah. it's like, it's really that simple. And it's like this, this quote that I love. Sorry, I'm very passionate. It's my favorite you No, know, I topics. love it. I love it. And it's literally, it's like, people shouldn't be the collateral damage to your theology.
0: Oh, hold on. Say that again. Say that again. That was <laughs> like good.
1: People, people shouldn't be the collateral damage to your theology. Mm. And that's as a church how we've lived. And yeah. so like for me, I think one of the biggest points uh, for me was like jumping on the boat but it was also before I could do that I had to distinguish church culture from Jesus. Mm. And once I distinguished that, I was like, when I said yes to becoming a Christian, my yes wasn't to the church. Like I yeah. didn't get saved in a church. Yeah, I, mean, you I got saved in a bathroom stall. Like that's yeah. when I gave my life <laughs> to the Lord. Um, cause I was talking, I was just praying and I mm-hmm. had, I would say a very spiritual encounter. Sure. Um, and it was like hey my yes is to Jesus it's not to the church hmm. so like i'm and and that offends a lot of christians and i know it's a very offensive stance
0: see i and love like, that i hear that and i'm like wow actually you're right cuz i feel like what i kind of tend to do because i feel like i got so burnt by church and by you we know, yeah. religion is i'm like i think that i've given my whatever my allegiance per se to the church and it's like and maybe not actually now that I'm I'm walking that through is like no my allegiance was to God and that's kind of where I am now how I feel anyways continue Yeah
1: No and I it, there, there's a tension there too like there's mm-hmm. a balance to it Um but it's like I made like in Christian terms like we, when we say like um like almost like a, a covenant which is like a an agreement to something A big pinky that- swear a big pinky swear, <laughs> but like biblically speaking, the only way out of a covenant is like for a party to die. Yeah, um and it's like, oh, I made covenant with Jesus, not with the church. Mm. Now I love his church because that's his bride, and right. that's who he loves. But it's like, and and I'm saying I'm speaking to an extreme because there is a balance here. Um, and I, and I know that there's a balance and I'm kind of avoiding it on purpose. No, but it's okay. It's like that. I'm just saying that for, for my end of the audience. No, I know. <laughs> and so, um, uh, but like for me, that was a big thing that gave me a lot of freedom, uh, to ask questions and mm. to begin to, to dive deeper. And, um, and you know me, like I'm always questioning freaking everything. Mm-hmm. It got me mm-hmm. in trouble. It's always gotten me in trouble. I know. Uh, it I just was is kid, what it
0: is. I feel like I heard mom say so much. It just is. Oh my It really
1: and like I remember even getting kicked out of like uh, Bible camps because I would ask questions. <laughs> Do you remember Wait, that? No, which Bible camp? So I I I used to go with like the local Baptist church to like one or two of these camps, and because uh, I'm I'm naturally very inquisitive. Yeah, you are. And uh, so they were sitting down having this little small group, and we were talking about something, and I didn't agree with the teacher. Yeah, because you know, I'm eight and I know everything. Yeah. <laughs> <And> so... <laughs> So I start asking questions because we had to read I'm out like, of those
0: dictionaries when we got grounded every three days, a hundred percent.
1: And uh, and so I remember I started asking her questions, and I was like, "Hey, I don't agree with that because of this and this and this. And mm-hmm. if this is true, how do you rectify that with this scripture? Like that doesn't make sense. I wouldn't you rectify it, but like I don't know. I we read
0: the dictionary. You probably did. <laughs>
1: I probably did. But, like, how do you how do you hold both? Right. And she literally, she was like, you're bringing a spirit of division. You need to not do that. <laughs> and she made me sleep on the couch, not in the room with the girls, on the couch. And then I had to get picked up really early the next morning. Oh I wasn't allowed to come back.
0: <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my God. Wait, was that what? when we did the, like, I think I remember that vaguely. Because yeah, we I were was in different very, age groups. They did it with age groups. And I was with the yeah. high school girls. Yeah.
1: And I got kicked out.
0: You got kicked out of Bible camp for asking too many questions.
1: Yeah. And like and yeah. And it's always gotten me in trouble. Like even when I was in seminary, it got yeah. me in trouble.
0: I, I think that's good though. I think professors. you should be. You should. That should be the place where you can ask all those questions.
1: Oh, amen. I, and I fully agree with you on that. And like um... Yeah, like a hundred percent. And I remember one of the biggest things that I hated about like kind of like the, the culture that we grew up in was like if you ask questions, it was oh my like God. you didn't have faith.
0: Exactly. And I was, like, yeah, they were like, "Well, you just don't believe," and I'm like, "I just uh, want to understand."
1: Yeah, and it's like this. This are you ready? This is one of my favorite things to do with people because it's low key, a little uh, petty and sarcastic, okay. and it's Let's fantastic. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, uh, talking to a Christian audience or mm-hmm. like a um i would say more like a monotheistic audience mm-hmm. um yeah no primarily jewish or christian but I i'm talking to christians anywho that's unimportant uh <laughs> is you go hey we're made in the image of god we agree to that correct like right. Genesis, we we believe we are made in the image of god sure okay so the word image means characteristics it doesn't mean like physical traits so okay. it means like if god is creative therefore we're creative Oh, if okay. God cute. Is logical, therefore we're logical, right? Right. If God's a goofball, so are we. We're a goofball, and it's fantastic. And so, with that, we agree that because if God has these characteristics, therefore we have these characteristics because we are in the image of God, sure. right? Yeah. And so, with that, we agree. We're on this point, and you walk this process. At this point, most Christians are like, "Yeah, Amen. This is fantastic." Right. And I go, "So if, um, if Jesus was inquisitive." We're inquisitive. Jesus yeah. asks questions. Yeah. If Jesus is logical and is systematic, then we're logical yeah. and systematic. If Jesus yeah. was carefree, then we're carefree. So if Jesus questioned his disciples and beliefs, shouldn't we do the same? Yes. Like he would ask his disciples really tough questions. Yeah. And You know, like even like following like church fathers where it's like, hey, we can actually take a really logical approach to Christianity because Mm. we're made in the image of a logical God. And he's asked, he's put big things out there for us to seek and to find and to understand. And it's a huge, deep part of Christianity Mm. that we're missing out on because we're so afraid of it. And it's like, no, he, like even Proverbs says that it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and it's the glory of kings to seek it. Mm. Meaning like God intendedly puts really big, crazy wild things out there and it's our glory and joy to pursue that and to yeah. figure it out. And yeah. it's a huge part of our faith that is undiscovered. And it's really mm. sad.
0: That is sad. All I could think about what you were saying that was like, is that why I like true crime? Is it puzzling? Who
1: knows? Probably also a little bit of trauma. <laughs> <laughs>
0: be me no never we had a perfect childhood
1: (laughs) Had a problem in sight not a single Uh, one not a one wow Uh, but yeah so that's kind of i forget the bees in my brain left so i don't know what
0: we we were talking about deconstruction um obviously (laughs) um i don't know i blacked out because you said something about like god being inquisitive and then i started thinking about true crime and then i also (laughs) started envisioning i was like does god describe us as sheep what if god is just a giant sheep
1: god is a giant sheep that's that's the first time i've heard that one really (laughs) that's the first time i've heard that one here i am yeah well
0: but I was really—I was thinking. Sorry, so I was you know i was supposed to be listening to you, but I kind of zoned out because I was like, "What if God's a giant sheep in the sky? <laughs> <laughs> what if?" Can just, you imagine? <laughs> burr, <laughs> just all the time.
1: <laughs> Get into heaven, and look, you're
0: expecting—just the fluffiest sheep you ever did see. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: It's just a sheep.
0: It's like Good a gold man. chain. <laughs> And sneakers. <laughs> I don't know why. It just like feels right. Back. Yeah, he's got a flat bill. Turned around. Well, it's a Volcom hat.
1: He's
0: it. wearing Etnies. <laughs> Can God please be an emo sheep in the sky? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <sighs> oh goodness I actually love that imagery I like well now that's my second favorite favorite imagery of God my first favorite is that God is a black Cajun woman it's so comforting
1: Uh, it really is comforting
0: like on a non-comical level like I'm so so serious
1: yeah well like there's um he is spirit so there is like
0: are you saying God's non-binary
1: I wouldn't go as far as that
0: I know I'm just making a joke to make church people mad.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh but like he's spirit. So like he's It's not like
0: yeah, he doesn't have a, like a physical body except he's a sheep with a gold chain.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for helping me phrase that.
0: You're welcome. I
1: I know that listen. you are
0: educated and I am just as educated, so I had to <laughs> I had to pitch it. This,
1: this is this is a tension with this podcast. Is though I I love the church and I'm all for um, rocking the boat. Yeah, I still have to make sure that there's a boat for me to return to. <laughs> so there's things that I'm like, okay, yeah, we're, we're 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 getting there and we're moving and I'm playing my cards really smart so that way I keep like uh a voice and like a level of influence right and then we just progressively change it because if you come out the gate with like big things
0: you They're know like, like no she is yeah. canceled you've got all the karens i'm canceling her with their crunchy hair sprayed, horrible haircuts <sighs> but
1: yeah and, and that's that's kind of like the the hard part but um, why do i feel like
0: all karens are methodists
1: or baptists probably yeah, that's a fair point. Wow, I feel like we're having a very we deep just role both got lost in thought on
0: that <laughs> one. The bees are back. The bees the bees are, back. are back.
1: But yeah, I one of my favorite lines that I think I've ever heard about this process is actually mm-hmm. I listened to this interview. Um, it's the one that I sent you when I wanted you to talk about this topic. Oh, Jaren. Um, yeah. So if what's you, his last everyone, name, Jaren? What? Darren myers he myers has a phenomenal podcast called they Actually, don't v- bite and i everyone, will everyone oh, in my ahead. christian community listen to me very closely go freaking listen and non-christian but like it's predominantly
0: but it's honestly for the christians goes. y'all go listen to it
1: it's literally phenomenal and it will help you grow so much they don't yeah. bite it's great we'll link uh, it in the yes, show notes it's honestly my favorite podcast mm-hmm. i listen to it on repeat um but the, he he interviewed i think it was like the one of the lead main people from Hawk Nelson that like recently i
0: loved that episode yes
1: it was so good it was and the like, singer James jason
0: said,
1: yeah 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 mm-hmm. uh, i couldn't remember the exact person but like he recently within this past year came out as like hey i no longer am actively practicing christianity like i don't yep. know if i believe it and he's been this whole process of deconstructing his faith um and he had this line in there that i really loved um, and it was like, a, hey, everyone thinks that, like, we deconstruct so we can sin. And it's like, I deconstruct so I can go get drunk without guilt. And he's like, mm. I could do that and be a Christian. Yeah. And this kind of breaks down a lot of things because a lot of Christians believe that, where it's like, oh, yeah. like, you're deconstructing so you can do what you want to do without any, like, guilt or remorse or without, like, any reservation, I would say. Right. Um, and it's like, no, like, that's no, nope, that's not at not, all that's not it and like he has Mm -hmm. this line and he was like we don't realize like how painful it is yeah it's incredibly painful core things that you've believed for years or even most of your life and go i don't know if i agree with that and like how terrifying like earth shattering that is Mm -hmm. and how unsettling that is and like as people of faith um those of us who are of faith like coming alongside them not to manipulate them or to control them, but to answer questions that they have, to point them to good resources and to give them comfort because they're asking good questions and they just need solid answers. Like one of the most heartbreaking conversations I've ever had was with a girl in leadership at a church I used to go to and she came to me bawling and she's like, Sheila, I'm having questions that an atheist would have. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's great. You're thinking. You're using yeah. your brain." Great. Yeah. And she good was job. Like, freaking. And she goes, "No, but like that means I'm not a Christian." I'm like, "No. Like if you never question these things, I doubt that you're using your brain. Like I yeah. doubt that you that you have any sense of of critical thinking or logic mm. like these things like God being outside of time, like yeah. not having a beginning or an end should yeah. should confound our mind and that doesn't yeah. make sense." And so um And so like that, where she literally, she was like, it wrecked her. Like she was really moved just to hear that it was okay for her to have deep questions like that. Yeah,
0: because we were raised not to question. We were raised not to, Yeah. it's not okay to ask questions. Like I remember actually being told like, you know, you're not allowed to have questions because that means you're questioning God. And that's just not true. That's just not true. Yeah,
1: absolutely not. Absolutely not. But like, I say that to like, to the people who are coming from my side, who are predominantly a Christian yeah. community, But yeah. it's like, hey, if you know someone and you love someone who's deconstructing, like their faith, like, don't ostracize them. Don't. Pull them in really close and like, do the best you can to walk with them and to answer questions because it's a hard time. Like mm-hmm. even emotionally and mentally, that's oh my God. intense
0: yeah so when I was deconstructing like in the thick of it um, which into I'm saying this now it? I had no idea this is what I was, was doing until it? three weeks ago the
1: in my life. what? I was just singing into the thick of it from the backyard again
0: into TikTok. the thick of it into the thick of it <laughs> um, but back to what I was saying I used uh, to have this family member of ours who would call me uh, out of the blue and ask me oh, are you going to church and I'd be like no, That's not their business. I'm not, you know what I mean? And they, but they would like try to make me feel bad about it. And I was like, yeah. And like, I think when I was there and in it, in the beginning, and I was like, you know, I was like, oh, like it would scare me and I would get like stressed out. And then like, now I'm like, if you are calling your family members just to beat around the bush and then ask them, oh, well, are you going to church? When did you read your Bible? When was the last time you prayed? Don't absolutely not like we're when you're deconstructing like when i was going through it i fully was terrified i really was like sitting here thinking like i'm gonna go to hell because i don't believe these things that i've been told to believe or that i've you know one way or the other it's terrifying so i like the stance that you're taking saying like yeah pull them in and be gracious and be kind because they're allowed to ask these questions it's okay but they should yeah yeah you should they be asking should. questions
1: yeah Mhm. so and like and this is the thing like i have so many issues with that statement i didn't know people were doing that to you yeah if i would i didn't really I tell anyone i, I was so ashamed which is so pathetic that person mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, i'm frustrated with that because it's like yeah that what that's what that's saying is that going to church reading your bible and praying is what makes you a christian yeah and, it's and like, we've had that, this
0: discussion before many times too, where I'm like have. what and makes like, you that's a Christian. Not the
1: gospel. It's literally yeah. the gospel and what makes you a Christian. This is one of the things I am most passionate about, especially when it comes to Christianity and our American evangelical culture, and it pisses yeah. me off. Is like it's not your actions. Those things help you develop a relationship with God, but it's not how you're saved. Mm. You're saved by believing that Jesus Jesus is the son of God and that he came and he died on the cross and rose right. again from the grave three days later. And now he's ascended victorious to the right hand of the father. Like right. that is like, that's 30 seconds quickly the gospel. Like exactly. the Bible says, um, that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that, that Jesus is the son of God, then you, then you shall be saved. Right. Like that is, it's that simple. We overly complicate it. Now, do those disciplines help you in your spiritual journey? 100%. Right. Do we need to neglect them? No. But, like, we, I think every Christian be lying if we say we haven't gone through seasons where we haven't done any of those for months or two a year. Right. Like, there's even seasons in my life as a very devout Christian where, like, I may read my Bible once a month and it's like, I, I'm just struggling spiritually. Well, and I feel like it's
0: too, it's like the natural ebb and flow of life. You're going to have seasons when you're more into things and seasons when you're not, do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, and I would agree with you
1: to an extent there, but it's like that thing in of itself cannot save you. Like the, the, the Bible itself cannot save you. Praying prayer enough cannot save you the church cannot save you it is only jesus like it's acts chapter 4 verse 12 Mm. there is no other name given amongst men under heaven by which we must be saved Mm. and so it's like it is really simply all about jesus yeah and not the stuff we've put we put on it right and that is i think one of the biggest points with deconstruction that a lot of people struggle with is because it made it so much about works and the whole new testament detests that idea
0: yeah and
1: preaches against it
0: and I still get stuck in that because I still go like I consider myself a Christian but I also realize that I I mean it's I realize that it's not like a perfect picture but I consider myself a Christian um I forgot what I was gonna say
1: bring it back bees
0: bring it back bees Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring.
1: It hey. it, 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 it. <laughs> but yeah, like, and that's honestly one of the most heartbreaking conversations I have with people, is people who have left the faith because of that belief. It's yeah. Like, well, if I have to earn God, why would I do that? Right. And it's like He never asked that of you. Mm-hmm. Like, even Scripture says over and over and over again. That while you were enemies with God, He died for you. At what yeah. point does that say now you have to earn Me? It... She... At what point okay. does that communicate that now you like you owe Him something? If right. any, uh, like it doesn't. It literally says, "Hey, like this is the picture of Jesus I love to paint for people, where it's like He died for you and took on all of your every bad thing you could ever do in your life. He took that on Him." without yeah. like without a second thought mm. but no because the gardener gets into me he took it on him and he thought about it he knew what he was doing was
0: yeah, what well to say i almost feel like that's more endearing because he yeah. did think about it and he was like fuck i don't want to do this but i'm going to yeah that's more yeah. endearing to me
1: no 100 percent. that's why i took back my statement and uh and so he took it and he bore it and then he just said hey you have the choice now And then the audacity of Christians to take away the choice and it it aggravates me. And this is one statement I say all the time and it's like if Jesus gives people the freedom of choice, who am I to do differently?
0: Who am I? (laughs) 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 And it's like... Sing it again! (laughs) You know... Oh yeah! Goodness,
1: this is this is a great point. Uh, in, in post production to put like a little organ in the back, you know, it'd be great. Oh my
0: God! Yes, please, I will.
1: <laughs> but yeah, and all of like, a sudden you'll just start I'm... hearing
0: organs in the back, like old school, and then a.
1: Aaaaaaah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like, that's 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 the image I love to paint for people. Yeah, and, I like, love that. To to demonstrate that in the midst of someone deconstructing faith is beautiful, and like it is beautiful anytime i teach because i i love to teach my most pa- like ugh, it's so yeah good.
0: you're yeah you do you're very passionate about it and you're good at it
1: and so if any colleges are needing a professor i'm looking to get my master's in a few years and then you can just hire me anywho um <laughs> <laughs> um is like i the way that we approach it i would love to change where it's like for so long we as christian leaders we've done it where it's like we're the light at the end of the tunnel And, uh, and it's like, my way is the only way. And if you follow the light, you'll, you'll have life. Right. Um, but I'm going to leave in the dark about everything else. And it's like, no, I vastly disagree with that approach for me. It's like, no, I'm like the guardrails on a bowling alley. It's like, I'm just there to help you not to go in the rudder. Like Mm. that's it. I don't want you to hurt yourself. Right. And so as long as you're in the lane of biblical truth, meaning like, there is a a sound biblical approach to your thought process and your belief system. So, okay. with disagreeing. I want you to disagree with me. So if you go too far left, I'm like, Hey, holiness and righteousness. Like we're, you have a command by God. Yeah. Go too far right. Hey, there's freedom and grace and forgiveness. And by the end of it, you've bounced around. And when you hit the end, your faith is your own. You worked your faith out. I love that. Um, and like that's that's the way I want to teach other people to lead is like you want you should want people to disagree with you because it shows that they're using their brain and they're thinking through the material.
0: Yes. Stop taking it as like a challenge or an insult.
1: Yeah, and like if you're a solid <sighs> if you're a solid believer, solid leader and a solid teacher, you want your students to engage in you on that level.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's not offensive. No. I'm a firm believer that fear and I'm sorry, offense. And yeah, fear and all of that comes out of not knowing being like, very reactive comes out of a place 100%. of like, I don't know. So I'm going to go defend. 100%. So anyways.
1: No, yeah. And like, this is yeah, yeah. It, oh goodness, we're getting on so many different things. I, feel I, know, like I love it. We're kinda, it's good. We're kind of getting out of deconstruction. And we're like, right in the church a little
0: bit. I know we are. We are. <laughs>
1: And um, and I say this as someone who's, like,
0: devoting my life to the church. You are, okay, let's just go Which ahead was. and just give all the accolades. Sheila is a missionary. She preaches in churches all around the country. She has honestly devoted her life to it. She's just not afraid to ask the hard questions and sit with people who are asking questions and isn't, isn't going to back down from it just because it comes off as a little bit, like, what's the word i'm looking for it's not like usual what's the word i'm looking for uh non-traditional sure (laughs) that wasn't it but just because it sounds like off it's off-putting to the church and it's like no we need this reality check because if your church is full of christians like it's really not what the church was made for but
1: amen what do i know oh gosh I swear, if I
0: ever start a church one day, it's going to be great. I would love to go. I would just wear a a whole rainbow suit. (laughs) Come in full drag.
1: You know... And everyone would be like, hey, baby.
0: You'd be more than free to. I'd be like, I'm Alaska Thunder. (laughs) 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 It's actually one of my favorite drag queens.
1: Alaska Thunder?
0: Alaska Thunder. I think it's Thunderfuck. Hmm. Oh... I think that is her name yeah um, I don't know I love drag I love drag queens I want to go to this this is totally off topic there's this thing yeah. called drag me to brunch and it's like brunch with a oh. bunch of drag it's a drag show and brunch and I was like uh, oh That's my god so fun yes I know I was like I have to go I need to be there I need to down mimosas with so many wigs around me I don't know what's up and what's down <laughs> if I don't get a brush of somebody's eyeliner on a High cheekbone, I don't want it.
1: Oh my goodness. Anyways, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh goodness, I'm trying to see if there's like any more questions. Oh, I know. One percent.
0: Oh. oh my god,
1: I'm running. Ah, oh, my socks are wet because <laughs> it's
0: raining. It's one percent, and, and Sheila is running to her room through a wet. <laughs> there's a moist california ground she's got a wet sock <laughs> Hi. is she gonna make it in time to plug in her iphone i did i did and we're back ladies and gentlemen Hi, thank look. you for waiting i may actually <laughs> grab my
1: cord i'm using the wireless one and i don't trust it
0: yeah i don't trust it well i'm starting to get indigestion who's pregnant
1: oh it's not Ugh. me
0: well i know it's <laughs> not you Immaculata
1: What? Immaculata. I'm totally, but no. Oh. I was uh, Jane the Virgin. Oh yeah. What about it? When she found that she's pregnant, her mom's like Immaculata!
0: Oh, like in Immaculata! Yeah 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 yeah, sorry. I was hearing Mikelata and I was like, yeah, would love one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, there you go.
0: My favorite was when we were talking on the phone last night, and I was like, no, whatever, because I had a rough weekend, as we talked about in the beginning. And then Julie mm-hmm. was like, do you want an edible? And I was like, no, Julie, I don't want an edible. And then I was like, actually, can I have an edible <laughs> so I could sleep well? And I slept so good.
1: Oh, you did? Good. Yeah, I did. Nice I slept helpful.
0: really good. It was incredible. <laughs> ah, sorry. Situating. You're good. So... I mean, do you have any, like, closing thoughts? Any points you haven't said yet that you, like, feel like you want to say? Um. Do you want to pander the church a little bit so they're not so hurt? Because I.
1: No, they're fine.
0: Okay. (laughs) Like,
1: and this this is something where I I make uh, discretion claims. Not discretion claims, but, like, uh, hey, I love you. But it's also one of those things where it's, like, um. I'm totally okay with like pointing out something even if it's painful, if it means yeah. that you grow. Totally. And so, and this is an aspect where uh, it's it's like you're you're hurting my like almost like my mama heart kind of comes out a little bit. Yeah. I'm like you're hurting people, and that needs to stop because like yeah. the amount of people that like because one of my favorite things to do is like I love I love the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Like um, love them some like I have dear friends in the community yeah. um, I, I want to just give them all just a big hug like of course amazing people I've worked with people in that community um, and it's just something where it's like one of the one of my favorite things to do is when I'm talking to to people is to actually apologize and yeah. just like hey like on behalf of the church i'm really sorry because like we've really hurt you and we have not handed it well and i apologize yeah. and like the physical relief that these people like that i well yeah because they realize they're in a
0: safe space they're not going to be attacked
1: yeah but like <clears throat> not even that but like the the amount of stories that i've heard that i'm like i uh uh-uh, gloves are coming off i like, meant sorry i thing. meant a
0: verbal attack when they're like you're living in sin anyways continue yeah
1: i just it just that just frustrates me um but yeah and it's like no like your your beliefs and your practices are really hurting people mm-hmm. and like there's a way to like share a truth that you believe without it being done in judgment but like you also have, to have like relational equity with the person
0: absolutely and if you, don't have you that, do. yeah shut
1: your mouth it's not yep. your business stay out of it it's that easy yep and so, cause that was even something that I learned with you when you started your process. Cause I went mm-hmm. through mine before you. Um, yeah, you did. And then when you went through yours, it was like a shock to me. Cause I was like, oh, whoa, what's happening? Yeah. And I remember I was praying and I was like, okay, like, what do I do? And I, this is what I felt. And this has kind of yeah. led me to like a lot of what I talked, talked about today is like you through your process and me walking yep. through it with you developed a lot of these beliefs in me. And oh, it wow. was like, yeah, because, like, I remember Lori's like, hey, uh, don't don't rebuke her in anything. Like, don't don't do anything like only give your opinion if she blatantly ask it. Yeah. Um, and outside of that, Which I did, did a lot. Point. Not at
0: first. Mm-hmm. No, like not at you, first, but a little bit because I was too scared. I was so scared.
1: Yeah. And I would say it took you probably two or three years for us to have like conversations like this.
0: Really? Was um, it that long?
1: Yeah, because I remember our first one because I've been praying about it where I was like, mm-hmm. hey, like, Lord, like, let her like um, if this is a great if I'm a safe person for her, like, let her know that she's safe and we can have these types of conversations and there won't be judgment. And like, even now, when you bring up something that you know I disagree with, like mm-hmm. the crystals or things like that, like, yeah, I, I, I tell you all the time, like, if you ever feel judged, you have every right. to. Yeah, you to tell really me that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, like, you need to feel like loved. Primarily, <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, like walking you through your process is what solidified a lot of these beliefs in me.
0: Hmm, that's so interesting. I never thought about it like that.
1: Yeah, because that's, that's how I cool. learned. Because before you, know, I was very conservative, kind of jerky Christian, and yeah. it was
0: we all were. Both of us were.
1: Yeah,
0: because yeah. I feel like it gave. I mean, it gives like experience where it's like, oh no, I've seen this in real life. I know what this is like versus like the idealized version of what we think deconstruction is or what that we think it means.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like allowing people to have their own process in and like their own journeys and like having respect for it.
0: Yeah, totally. Totally.
1: That's about all the thoughts I have on it. I mean there's there's a lot more I could say.
0: Yeah but sake of time do you feel comfortable do you feel like you've said the things you want to say do you like what you've put across there
1: anything yeah, you want to like, tie in a pretty bow um I can't really no because like I'm I'm fine with it not being like very polished or yeah or, same because or like, this process isn't it. exactly and it's just like if there's one thing I could say and I t- said it earlier is like just to kind of r- bring it back is two things like to people who are coming from my audience, where it's like, hey, people shouldn't be the collateral damage to your theologies, mm. and if they are, like, you need to reevaluate. Yeah. Um, and two, like, deconstruction is painful. Yeah. And so, like, have grace and be loving and be kind and, like, you know, maybe don't share everything that you believe all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the the beauty of silence. Yeah. Um, and just like i i would kind of with my community i want to leave with them with like with one question and it's like at the end of our lives when we for us what we believe when we reach eternity after we die like the lord's not going to ask us how much money did you save how many uh this this or that like Mm. all the stuff that we would think i firmly believe one of the big questions he's going to ask is did you learn to love yeah and i want to say like are you setting up a life where people feel loved and you're learning to love those around you Mm -hmm. um even in processes like this when they disagree and like i think as a christian community we have to be able to say yes to that and currently i don't think the majority of us can right um yeah that'd be kind of my closing statements and thoughts don't let people be collateral damage to your theology and learn to love
0: i love that that was beautiful Um, In my closing thoughts, I think I'll just kind of agree with you there and be like, yeah, don't let people be your collateral damage to your theology. Because I've been there and I've been that collateral damage and it's painful. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, in closing, (laughs) I have to go rinse off my fake tan in like an hour.
1: Ah. I'm probably, I need to pack and clean. Yeah, Uh, Because I'm moving out of my house in three days, um, (laughs) though I don't have another place to move into. And taking a random trip to Florida, so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the most on-brand thing for you, like, situation in general.
1: It it really is. Uh And this is one thing that, like, I, I wish a lot more Christians would embrace, is like when you kind of embrace like this process that we've been talking about, is it just invites a lot of fun and adventure back into your life. Where it's just like this, like I would never be comfortable doing stuff that I'm doing now if I was terrified of judgment. And if I was always expecting that I had to earn something. Cause like even, sorry, I thought I was done and I'm not. And (laughs) this is one of my favorite verses. (laughs) Sorry, I
0: do have a lot to say on this topic. I know. I like it. I like it. I like it.
1: And it's, it talks, it's, uh, I think it's in one of the Timothys, but it's like, um, perfect love casts out all fear. And if you fear punishment, you have yeah. yet been perfected in love.
0: Ooh, that's beautiful.
1: We often quote the first half of that verse on the last half. And it's yeah. like, if you haven't been like, so if I'm fearing punishment from my community, from god i have not been perfected in love and so it's not an area for me to be disciplined so to speak it's an area for me to receive love Mm. so i forgot why the bees brought that up but they did they brought it back thank god they brought it back and so um why did why did you bring that up um (laughs) yeah like there it is thank you and it's uh it's just like like not your whole faith not being founded on fear but yeah. being founded on love creates just amazing adventure with your spiritual journey where it's yeah. Just like yeah i can take risk and put my neck out there and like risk failing because i'm actually i love my spiritual journey i love yeah. the lord i love the god that i'm directly connected to yeah um and I'm okay with it. And like, he's never failed me, so yeah, I have yeah. lots of very close calls, and it's never happened.
0: <laughs> One day we'll have the to talk about this. The amount of times
1: I've almost been homeless is like really astounding. Years, is astounding, but I've never been homeless. Not yet. <laughs> Not, Not <gone> yet. <laughs> And you know, I just have really fun stories, and I meet really great people.
0: I love that I instilled that into you at such a young age where I was like, it'll be a great story.
1: (laughs) Great life story. I still quote that. When something's sketchy, I'm like, fun life story later.
0: It's going to be a great story. Don't worry about it.
1: Oh, goodness.
0: So funny. Super 18. Super 18.
1: (laughs) That's still
0: one of my favorite birthdays. i I think about it often
1: all the time like one of my favorite things is that we accidentally booked a spa uh that required public bathing
0: (laughs) no i knew i knew it going into that i've been there before i didn't tell you because i knew you would you you would not not do it
1: i would not at 18 i would not have done it i know
0: i know and i was like she'll be fine no oh i knew i what you used to go there all the time if I was sick of being with my roommates, you could always get it on Groupon for, like, 25 bucks. So I'd go to the spa for 24 hours for 25 bucks.
1: Dang. Yeah.
0: No, I tricked you into that one big time.
1: That's, I, well, thank you. Thank you. You're it, welcome. Because it, it was a great experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. I loved it. Like, I was just talking to um, this person, a friend of mine not here. He was, like, very uh, conservative yeah. Um, and I was like, hey, like, this is a big breakthrough for me where it's like there's not like shame in it. Um, and like learning how to like love your body and like it's yeah. not like it doesn't have to be inherently sexual. Like
0: our culture has made it that way. Listen, we could talk about the sexualization of everything having to do with women on That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. <clears> a whole
1: Other podcast. And literally, I told her the story about like, having to do public bathing yeah uh at the spa and i was like everyone's walking around naked like yeah not once you get inside of like the the spa spa part but, like the bathing the part. baths yeah yeah and it's like it's it's divided between like males and females so it's like the women's only yeah the women bath, are together the women and the men are bath. together yeah um, i honestly found I was, it like,
0: like really comforting because i was like whoa oh, look 100%. at all these bodies yeah it was and cool
1: it, like no one was like gawking at each other like no there was no weird vibes or anything Nothing. it was just like a. And I remember i even had a conversation with you uh where there was this woman who brought her daughter and i was like mm-hmm. oh my goodness that's amazing because yeah. if the daughter is gonna have like a real life this is what women's bodies, bodies look,
0: like. look like yeah and
1: that's normal and okay and yeah beautiful and all these things instead of just having media mm-hmm yeah. And so I was a big fan of it. I would go back. That is a thing, like everyone's favorite part of the spa,
0: too. Oh, it was the best part. It is the best part. But then we got off topic there as again. That's
1: for deconstruction. <laughs> that <laughs> I know the bees. The bees are active today.
0: My indigestion is out, is out of this world. Who is pregnant? Who is it? Do you want to make it do you want to make an estimated guess? Hold on. Let me sit with that for a second.
1: I feel like we should we should we should say and then and see if either one of us is correct.
0: Okay. Alright. Uh, okay. Hold on. I'm gonna hold say on. Want to Okay, do you wanna guess at the same time?
1: Oh no, because the person's probably in my mind doesn't make sense.
0: Okay. I All think right. it's the person
1: in my mind, so I'm gonna go with it.
0: Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, Kenzie. Tori. yeah tori is not pregnant (laughs)
1: yeah it's it's like it doesn't make sense she literally just had a baby but it's all Uh been popping in my head Mm. i can see kenzie i can see kenzie having another
0: baby
1: no she has the iud
0: Uh, uh, they're they're very effective effective effectful sure I almost took no. you as a joke. Don't <laughs> so, you know I would? If I was yeah, pregnant, I, I wouldn't even be stressed. I would just be excited. I drunk call Matt on the reg, and I'm Molly and I both do, and we're like, put a baby in her, like please oh just God. marry her. So we called him the other night when we were all out, and he literally answers and goes, girls, yes, I'm gonna marry her. We're gonna have kids. Like what else do you want? And we were like, because you know we're hammered. <laughs> oh my
1: goodness. Mm. Yeah, that's the only one that makes sense to me.
0: Yeah, Kenzie, somebody, Megan, didn't she just get married? Oh, she did. Someone's pregnant, though, because I'm getting serious indigestion. And this is the second day in a row. Wow. Yeah. Witchy things up on this podcast today. (laughs) That's such a
1: weird thing, like, with our family. I know. It's like... Everyone, and it's so hard to keep a secret as someone someone gets pregnant. No, oh, everyone Cause, like, knows because we're
0: all so intuitive. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: like someone will get heartburn. Like, I'll randomly tell that, like, someone I know is pregnant. two Yeah. Same. About two weeks. Yeah, like, even when my best friend told me that she was pregnant, she was like, hey, I have something to tell you. And I was like, you're pregnant.
0: Yeah, you and just know like, oh before. God, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah.
1: I freaking knew it. I and remember then, when. Ready? Yeah. Yep. Everyone was team girl, and I was like, no, you're having a baby boy. I guarantee you it's a boy. She's having a boy. Oh my god, (laughs) you knew it! Yeah.
0: Wow. That's so wild. I know, I know. Now now we're on to weird stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyways. This is
1: how our conversation goes. This is exactly
0: how it goes. Literally,
1: the bees just roam free. The
0: bees just roam free, and we're... (laughs) and we just let them <laughs> Yeah,
1: we, we we start conversations and see where it goes
0: exactly what's she gonna say it's not a joke <laughs> unfortunately we can't stay on topic for shit <laughs> no absolutely not uh, anyways anything else you want to say kiddo no that's, that's I think I'm actually done I think I'm, okay. I'm done this time alright well, thanks for listening, dudes, gals, non-binary pals. Um, <laughs> I didn't even mean for that to be like a rhyme, but now it is. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening. Let us know what you what your thoughts are on deconstruction. Um, if you've gone through it, um, yeah. if you've gone through this from a different perspective, even would be really interesting because we both grew up Christian, so that's the only, um, kind of viewpoint we can come from um, yeah anything else you want to throw in there kid
1: not really like and if you are like we're here for you like if you need to reach oh, yeah. out like reach out to one of us like we stand um, we love
0: we're supportive
1: yeah like the, there will be no judgment or, or anything from either one of us um, and just know that you're so loved and you're a nugget you're, doing, you're a nugget you're doing a great job you're doing fantastic. You're doing
0: such a good job today.
1: And keep it up.
0: Keep it up, you're doing so great. And Sheila, just because I told Molly I would have you do this forever ago, can you just whisper into the mic for her? Molly, you're doing a great job.
1: Do I need to whisper it, or do I need to like say it, say it?
0: Ooh, I don't know, maybe, do, maybe just go with your gut.
1: Molly, you're doing such a good job.
0: Oh my God, that was so sweet. That was so wholesome. All right, guys, you can download the Anchor app um, and leave us voice messages, and then we can giggle with you. Um, Please, we love to laugh. Yeah, with we you. love, we love it. We love it. People do it; have done it in the past, and we literally like re- go back and listen to it. It's so fun. 100. Um, but we love you guys. If you guys ever need anything, we're here for you. Email us at what's she gonna say pod at gmail.com um, Comments, concerns, questions—you can DM us on Instagram um yeah but no Karens because I'll just block you okay (laughs) this is such a shit show (laughs) anyways okay guys (laughs) thanks for listening we'll see you next time bye bye